Howdy, yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And tonight we blitz all night! Or maybe we're just pitching at three yards. So get your 12 brothers and sisters. And see the family resemblance. Because today we're bringing you... Remember the Titans! Released on September 29th, 2000, like almost exactly 19 years ago. What? Uh, it's always is, wild when that happens. I know. 6,934 days ago. Little itty bitty $30 million budget from our friends over at Bruckheimer and Disney, uh, who made uh, Pirates of the Caribbean yep. and uh, some other good films. Made $136.7 million worldwide, 73% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes, not even certified fresh, and a 93 audience rating with a 48 on 48 Metacritic. 48 on Metacritic. That is a 45-point disparity between the, the, fans the audience and the score and the, and, the, and the Metacritic. So it's not good. It's not good. Yeah, apparently uh, the critics don't love this movie. No, they're not crazy about it. A lot of them are a little bit racist, though. Yeah, that was the shocking thing. Like, I'm not really going to read a negative review this week because, like, a lot of the negative reviews for this movie on Rotten Tomatoes are just alarming. Yes, but I've got a positive. I'll read two positive reviews. This one's from Rachel Wagner at Rachel's Reviews on YouTube, who apparently was reviewing this <laughs> film. In, I guess it's from May 2019. Okay. Uh, Denzel Washington is just excellent in this role. That's accurate. Yeah, that's her whole review. He is just excellent. Okay. And then a second one uh, from Trevor Johnson from Time Out, June 24th, 2006, which I want that job. I want to review sports movies from six years ago because that's what Trevor Johnson did. Trevor Johnston. Uh, the emphasis on the players developing mutual trust is absorbing to watch and cleanly directed. It is a great movie. I don't. I didn't really actually listen to what you said. I was looking up a movie. Can I can I tell you something about this film, Ethan? Yeah. For the first time ever, stupid art world and film critic life. For the first time ever, I watched this movie and like saw flaws that I, I've never noticed, like a missed beat in the acting or a problem with the script or a weird directorial choice. And, and for the most part, it's all forgiven. But there were a few shots and a few delivered lines in this movie where I was like, I am watching teenagers deliver lines in a movie. Oh, I didn't even have a problem with the teenagers. The, the beats that I noticed that were missed were all by adults in this movie. Like, there's uh, a couple... So, we're going to quote a lot of lines from this movie in this episode, I guarantee it. But there's one that just uh, strikes me every time I watch this as a complete flubbed delivery is when... Um, again, spoilers. Is when uh, the guy comes up to Yost at the end of the game and he's like... We just took a straw poll. You just lost yourself the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. That was a, a missed moment. <laughs> yeah. I didn't, I didn't, like, I think when you watch this movie over and over again growing up, you pick, like, one storyline, or at least this was my experience, and you just kind of watch the whole thing through over and over again. I did not put together that Yost missed the Hall of Fame until, like, the 154th time I watched this, which was last night. What do you mean you didn't put together? Look, I, I just, I guess I didn't see the, like, he's got this whole arc where, like, at the beginning, he's coach at Hammond High, and he's going in his, like, Hall of Fame year, and he's got this great All-American linebacker, and I guess I just didn't see, like, his whole character arc throughout the whole thing. I, I was always sort of under the impression that Yost, from the beginning, was team integration. No, no, because he was gonna he was gonna uh, quit and go coach at Loudon High School. I know. Can I tell you? Okay, remember the Titans is specifically made for you and me. Yeah, big Virginians 
who are big fans of local high school football who didn't live in Northern Virginia to know, like, actually, uh, they just destroyed everybody in this game and nothing matters, and didn't live at by the water where it's like, okay, they play AAA ball up there, but we play actual football here. We're college teams that just go to Tab High School. Or from Richmond. Yeah, that was, was a like, bad pull, is- bro. That was a bad pull. Why? Because uh, out of all the high schools you could have named in the 757, uh, Tab High School in Yorktown ain't it. No? No. This is Denby High School. Yeah, also Nor- not it. <laughs> Yorktown High School. Also not it. <laughs> Which is the good school? There's uh, In, in, in uh, the north side of the water, there's uh, Hampton and Phoebus, and that's it. And there's everywhere in Virginia Beach. Okay. Kellum Whatever. and... Uh, Lansdowne, Tab Stadium Salem. Is, is what I was thinking of. Where like uh, it's Todd Stadium, and that's none of the Todd, good teams play there. Whatever. It seems like the locals shut down on Saturday to go watch high school football from sun up to sundown. That's what it's like in Newport News. No, this is a this is a movie largely about a championship game that took place. Um, I don't know, in like Roanoke. a mile and a half away from where you live, closer to where you live. Mm, wouldn't say that Victory Stadium outside of Carillion. Yeah, I bet it's closer to you than me. I don't think so. Either way, uh, and it's uh, the the game portrayed in the movie as the last game um, is it wasn't actually the last game. The last game was actually against Andrew Lewis High School from Salem, Virginia. So, like, this is a game that happened be- uh, between a team from not here and a team from here that happened here. So, like, this is a this is a movie that happened pretty literally pretty close to home. Yeah, it was very close to home. Uh, and and I loved it growing up. This was like my favorite sports movie for a long, 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 long time. And then I started watching other football movies, and I would be like, "Oh yeah, no, radio is really good. I really liked that. That's uh, that's that's the new one." Because I felt like I wasn't allowed to have "Remember the Titans" be the best. I kid you not, Ethan. I've watched like 150 movies for this show. I cried more watching "Remember the Titans" than all the others combined. Oh, every time, dude. Every time. Um, this is this is definitely my favorite football movie. There's only one. I think that even comes close to this caliber, which is Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights is really good, but like, yeah, uh, like, like Radio, Rudy, none of them, none of them. Those are those you know, are crazy child's play I movies. Li- I like Rudy a lot. I wish that I liked Rudy. Rudy's the not way that I like Rudy. Strip not a good movie. Okay, Rudy is a good movie, and Sean Astin's performance in Rudy is better than this entire movie. It's not actually. He's garbage in a garbage script. It's a garbage movie. Oh, I disagree. He's very good. The only worthwhile scene in that movie is the scene where everybody is like, they hand in their jerseys and like, I want Rudy no, to take my place. No, that is the worst scene in the whole movie. You want to That's talk about a missed beat? That's the only good scene in That's the movie. That's the worst scene in the whole movie. That's the only beat they hit. Oh, I disagree. No, the best beat is when he's standing on the chair in the locker room and nobody's in there and he recites the speech from the like record that he grew up listening to. Eh. Oh, that's a good Just moment. Just didn't care that's a- didn't care about the story at all. Um well, here's my problem with Rudy is like he does all this work to like sort of play a few downs in a championship game. Like at the end of it, like yes, you get to tell your family you played for Notre Dame and you 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 were on the roster. But like we all know and they all know that you were like on the team as a technicality, right? Like, well, this player got injured and you worked really hard in practice, so we're going to, like, participation trophy this honor onto you. Right, he's the emotional hero of the game. That's why it's a crap movie. I just don't care about Rudy. Uh, There's great football movies, though. Um, I would say that football movies are a place that as a whole could be improved. I think my biggest issue with football movies, and I think this is why high school football movies are so easy, like, so much easier to make than 
college and pro ones is like in order to make an effective high school football movie the football scenes have to be good enough that i think they could be actually played yeah you know what i'm saying like if you make a, a movie about the nfl i need to see plays happening that only nfl players could make they did a pretty good job of that with uh there's not, I mean, there's not a whole lot of movies about the NFL made. They did a pretty good job of that with Invincible with Mark Wahlberg. I believe that. But that movie had its own problems, namely Mark Wahlberg playing Vince Papali from South Philly, and who just I never, think, never once made me believe that he was from South Philly. I believe that Mark Wahlberg could play in the NFL, though. Maybe not now. He's a little older, but like that dude was athletic. He's also tiny. So? He could not have played the NFL. Uh, but it's a good movie. You should watch it if you haven't. Uh, it's better than Rudy. But football movies on the whole are something we could we could work on as a society. I mean, um, just in general. But this is a, this is an outstanding football movie. I I don't. There are people that g g genuinely don't like this movie, and I don't understand it. Yeah, there's a couple of misbeats. Anytime you have kids delivering stuff, it's not going to be perfect it's a little cheesy but like it is a great movie hayden panettiere nails it the uh the young black girl that plays cheryl or what's the no yeah hayden panettiere cheryl what's the um, the opposite to her if you hadn't asked i know if you hadn't asked she she has a lot of missed deliveries like every line she has is like oh okay we're you're a child acting i get it cool yay yeah uh cheryl cheryl i do not care <laughs> oh man i love this movie honestly like and i'm not even kidding when i say that i cried more watching this movie than any of the other movies we reviewed combined i literally i was sitting on the couch last night with olivia watching this and i like my face was like soaking oh yeah for sure i hear i hear fire and rain by james taylor start playing and i almost just turn the movie off because <laughs> i've seen it so and many that's times that's how it ends that's how the season ends they win the the state semi and they let they let boone stay on that's how it ends right there Perfect. You just lost yourself the Hall of Fame. I also, I, I think I know a lot more about football than I knew growing up because I don't think I knew the dynamics of like head coach and assistant head coach. I thought assistant head coach growing up was like co-pilot. It's like, you're just as much pilot. You're just like, like a deputy pilot. If the first pilot dies. You're yeah, here. but like even Herman says it right at the beginning. He's like, I never saw a or an assistant coach's name in the paper for losing the game. Right. Uh, and of course, that's his big, that's Herman's big moment is when he realizes that he needs Yost's help. He needs Yost's help because they keep having this back and forth on the sideline. You just worry about your offense. I worry about my defense. Other way around. Whatever. And then at the end, they got Sunshine playing both sides of the ball. So let's talk about Sunshine for a second. Talk about a, a connection I never made. In the middle of all this like race war, how does a, a gay Navy rat end up in this whole situation? Uh, because he's got a dad from California who wants his son to grow up around black people. No, he gets transferred there. But yeah. Right. But like that's why he... Because he was like, well, why don't you go check out... Uh, whatever Groveton or whatever whatever it is and he's like I talked to Coach Tabor he doesn't like blacks on this team yeah which I was what a, what a, immediately I was like you didn't come from California sir no you did not Sunshine did yeah Sunshine Sunshine, Sunshine. He's a California. He's from California. Yeah, a California dreamboat. <laughs> I love that scene because I hate that scene because that girl's reprehensible, right? She's yeah. like, she's like looking out the window at Sunshine doing his yoga, and she's like, "Oh, he's so hot." And Petey's talking to her like, "Hey, uh, I like you. Can think that that's fine." But he's probably he's, not interested in you. He's probably not interested. And then that girl's boyfriend shows up and is like, "You talking to my girl?" He's like, "Wait, okay, Petey's talking to your girl, but she was also just gawking at Sunshine." Yeah, that's the thing the is it doesn't matter that he she was talking she was gawking at sunshine all that matters is that the black dude is talking to his his I don't woman see any livestock around here so Donald i don't know what face you're talking on. about donald face on is 
with like out of the 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 non-adults, Donald Faison is absolutely the only person who should still have a career in acting after this. It's funny you mentioned that because he is. Yeah, yeah, Donald Faison. Are you forgetting about Ryan Gosling? Oh yeah, Ryan Gosling. Uh hilariously underutilized in this film. No, I think he was a pretty good utilization. Pretty He's well utilized. He's taking Alan out. Oh, and Hayden Panettiere, I guess, still oh God, does some Every acting. time that... Hayden Panettiere hasn't done anything since Heroes got canceled. Let's start there. That's not That's not true. She shows up in a whole bunch of crappy stuff. Yeah, hasn't every time that Alan's dad talked... That dude delivered some lines. He d- he did some pretty well delivering lines. He also did some bad ones. Yost! Alan's dad. Boycott TC! Boycott the school! <laughs> uh, you know what's scary? Hayden Panettiere was Princess Dot in A Bug's Life. But you know what's scary? She was? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Is, uh, remember the Titans happened, like, north of here. So supposedly in a more progressive area, like, 12 years before we were born. What? No. When did this happen? No. Like, 1967. 1967? I don't know. They said in the end credits there was a, a thing that was like, somebody did this for five years and in 1980 retired. So I, that that's where I was confused. Uh, but either way, the fact that this is like within a generation or two happened, happened like in our backyard. Also, I definitely wouldn't say that Alexandria is an area, at least in the 70s, that is supposed to be more progressive. Than Roanoke? Yeah. I'll tell you, and this is the thing that they, they sort of gloss over in um in this movie is like it's a lot easier to be more racist when you have more money yes i think the like that's not only the thing is it's like not just are we letting black people in we're letting poor people in the school yes i do think that is a uh, an interesting because like interesting in 1971 hit. nobody here had money right everybody worked for uh norfolk southern right or ge or three other companies it's like there was i i guarantee you that there were more problems in that area than there were down here also with you know it's just more people it's more well established yeah yeah, it was there's more a of lot like more. A, there's a lot more. That's the way it's always been going around. Yeah. Also, you, know, you know, to quote our our high school government teacher, they don't call it the Old Dominion for nothing. Why do they call it the Old Dominion? That's because that was Larocco's joke that that we were the last people to get on board with everything. Oh. He would always say that about everything because Virginia is always like the last state to sign a law, and he would be like, "They don't call it the Old Dominion for nothing." <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you know this is sad? Bill Yost died this year. Did he? He did. He's probably fairly old. Uh, he was born in 24, so yeah, it was like 95. <laughs> yeah. I did not know, it's because I was looking up the, uh, because Mary Clay, our, um, not co-host, but, you know, you know who she is. Um, Other was, host. <laughs> yeah, was giving us cred. She was all like, oh, this didn't happen, and these people weren't friends and whatever. So I was looking up all the MDB trivia, and it was like, Cheryl Yost died in 1996 when she was 34 years old. And I was like, I didn't need to know that. That is heartbreaking. Oh, my God. Yeah. We did not need to know that. Yeah. Uh, apparently she had a heart defect oh my gosh save the cheerleader save the world well they didn't no they didn't and also, look what happened to the world no since way 1996 was a cheerleader based on this movie she loves football right but she would not have become a cheerleader you know who else loves football Petey Jones running mm-hmm. back running back the, the running, running back, back y'all. y'all Jerry Harris quarterback my name's Louis Elastic, offensive lineman. And then there's like the Monsters Inc. scene. What? Only instead of monsters, it's white people, which I guess like say. Oh yeah. But <laughs> man, men really are trash. Are, do you are, do you follow any men are trash Twitter accounts? Uh, you want to talk about the the greatest Twitter phenomenon ever? Yo, was that thing you sent me yesterday? Like, I want to apologize for a tweet earlier. I said men are people. That was a mistake. <laughs> men are definitely not people. 
Oh, T.C. Williams High School. I think uh, the Titans... Here's something that stresses me out about the Titans. They're not, like, just red and white. It's, like, red, white, and blue. Yeah, they ignored that. Also, something that stressed me out uh, about, remember, the Titans growing up was that our rival high school was the Titans. Yeah. And I felt like I couldn't love this movie. It was like their theme, their uh, fight song was the, the thing. What thing? The Mighty Mighty Titans thing. That's not their fight song. Yeah, it was. No, it's not. It was a thing they played. Oh, I'm sure they did. We went to a high school football no, game like, last week. I'm pretty week. sure it was part of their theme song, or their fight song. I keep saying theme song. Part of their light motif. I'm sure it was. But da 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 da. Who do they think they are? The Beatles? Shotgun. Who do they think they are? The New York Jets? You know, you know what formation we ran in high school? Uh, the Oregon spread. We ran a pistol. We put everybody on the line. Everyone. <laughs> Save Josh at all costs. <laughs> no, not what I, every receiver. Oh yeah. It was Josh. And the line and five people on the on the on well, the Josh couldn't run and Sam was on JV. So what were we gonna do? Yeah, Sam was not on JV. No, I don't think he was ever on JV. That boy was an athlete. Yeah, he could run. He could run. He could break some tackle. We we had a good football team there the last two years we were in high school. It was a good time. Good good fun. I wish our high school was good now. We went to that football game last last week. We almost lost to Ala freaking Ganey at homecoming. At homecoming. Like, the the easy game. Yeah, Kate Poor was talking Alla to me. Ganey. Kate was talking to me, and she was like, yeah, we always played, like, a rival school for homecoming. And I was like, nah, we always played a cupcake school like Allegheny. And then two, two days later, she was like, so who are y'all playing tomorrow? And I was like, I don't know. She looks up. She goes, Allegheny High School. It's like, what did I say? What did I say? Cupcake school. We were going to play Hidden Valley because every other year, Hidden Valley had one superstar player that should not have been in Roanoke County and would be just an absolute monster. I remember it was like our senior year. They, they did the Georgia Tech offense thing where they ran one play the mm-hmm. entire game the and scored game. like 49 to 7. Yep, except we beat them every year. We didn't win senior year. Yeah, we did. No, we lost a game to Hidden Valley at some point. It wasn't junior or senior year. I'm pretty sure. I just remember the year that we beat Salem. That was huge. The year we beat Salem at Vogel. Held him to zero first downs in the first half. Yeah, that was that was a big, 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 big one. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The mercy rule came into effect. Yes. I loved, oh, I, I remember not liking the mercy rule, but, you know, loving the mercy rule. Okay, yeah. so, interesting. This is our high school career. We were, it was the 2007 through 2010 school years, correct? Yeah. Because it would have been fall. So we went two and eight, freshman and sophomore year. Yep, remember that. And then junior and senior year, we went 10 and three, and then eight and four. This is, hey, listen, everybody. I listening to that many games. I don't year. either, but, but we went, so we must have lost three regular season games. And a playoff And game. then... And a playoff game. Uh, Hidden Valley in... Wait a minute. What year is this? 2018. I don't want 2018. Do they not have I like want... a backlog of the crunch? Oh, oh, they... This is this is VHSL. Okay. The good, good. Uh, so we lost to Northside in, in the playoffs. In the playoffs. Junior year. And senior year. Senior year, we lost to... No, sorry. Junior year, we lost to Hidden Valley 21-28. I don't remember that at all. I mean, it's like a, a random one-off football game from 10 years ago. I just ago. don't remember beating, I don't, I don't remember losing to Hidden Valley. We lost to Hidden Valley and Salem beat us 42 to nothing. And those are the only two games we lost. Those are the only two games. And then we lost to Northside 7 to 28. Yeah, because we beat Northside at Northside like the second game of the year. Yeah. Um, Because we went to that one. You brought us to that one. So this is exciting. Uh, The following year, our senior year, 2010-2011 school year, we beat Alrightville High School 34 to 10 uh, and their win-loss record was 0 and 10. Hidden Valley? Yeah. Dang. They did not win a single game. Those poor seniors. <laughs> I mean, that sucks. That sucks I just remember so bad. I remember the freaking uh the year that we lost 
the state semifinals when it snowed. We only lost because it snowed, and we couldn't. Yes, none of us, are, none of our players, never caught a football in the snow before. Right. What were Josh we supposed to know, do? We woke up. Josh didn't know how to throw the ball. Right. We woke up and there's snow, and and Northside only runs the ball. They were fine. It ran right. all over what us. We care? couldn't pass. And then they went on to play Bruton High School at Lane Stadium. Bruton High School from from uh, freaking Christian Christian Allen went there in Williamsburg, and they beat Bruton High School like 55 to nothing in the state championship. Was this in 09? This is our junior. Yeah. We could have been state champions. So they did not win like 45 to nothing. They won 20 to 17. I've got the records right here. <laughs> but they I did remember win it being state a really, champions. I thought it was a bad game, but either way, we could have won the state championship. We would have beat Bruton. Could we have beaten Bruton? Yeah, we were better than Northside. We beat Northside 7 to 10. They had two losses that season to us and Salem. Everybody lost Salem that year. Salem played like 5A ball against double A <laughs> opponents. They were very, very good. They so, lost the ladies and gentlemen, Yokes and Yokettes listening, Salem High School. So in Virginia, we have this these that were a Commonwealth, so we have independent cities, right? Um, where like Tyler and I grew up in the county, but like the city of Roanoke had their own school district, but also like With wasn't in the schools. county. They yeah. had two high schools, and then Salem was another city, and they had one high school for all of their people, and it was huge, and they were good well, at and, everything. And they had their own industries there, so like they could bring in engineering families that Roanoke couldn't get, and like subsidize, not subsidize, but like give them a deal on housing so that their sons would play football at Salem High their, School. Their freaking uh, high school football stadium is much bigger than our college football stadium. Yes. <laughs> yes, oh. it is. But Presidential rallies happen at their stadium. The, the, they played the D3 National Championship there for like 20 years. I know. Nobody went. I went a couple times. I never went. The, to the Stag Bowl, the Amos Alonzo Stag Bowl. What I did. Chris, Chris and I went one time. It was uh, uh we, we watched Cecil Shorts, former NFL wide receiver, play live in the flesh from Mount Union. And it was very obvious that that guy was better than everybody else. Because <laughs> he was a D3 player that got drafted. It's always clear when there's a... That's my only problem with football is when there's a player on the field that is very clearly very much better. I think as long as every player is within the same like realm of ability, it's fun to watch. Well, that's why our got... high school was so fun is because like we had a bunch of good players playing a good game. It wasn't just like, all right, we hand the ball to this guy every play. I remember coming up when we would go to high school football games. All right, this is probably before you were around. This has been like fourth and fifth, maybe sixth grade. Do you remember when Kenny Haran played football for Cave Spring? Nope. Okay. So, like, I remember not watching the game because I had no idea what was going on, but listening to the game, and, like, every other play would be like, and Kenny Haran, the ball carrier, runs the ball up the field. Every single play. Right. And that was what was great about Cave Spring High School football in 2009, 2010. It was like... Josh Woodrum would throw the ball to one Adam of the Anderson. one of the camps, or Adam Anderson, or Nick O'Keefe, or Michael Cole. Right out of the backfield, had, Sam Wright. Yes. Oh God, what a good team! People who are listening and are like, I have no idea who these people are. That's okay. They're nobody. I mean, they're not nobody. They're nice people to this day, but they're they're not like NFL players. Michael that you Cole be probably aware would have of. played in the NFL if he didn't get hurt. Michael would have played in the NFL. Josh has played in the NFL. He's won a few games in preseason. Uh, He'll get a shot one day. He's on IR right now. Poor guy. Uh, that probably doesn't mean happened. anything. No, I know. He, I think he maybe went in for a down in preseason, and they were like, uh, fall over at the end of the play, please. Yeah. It was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> so we don't have to pay you. Right. <laughs> we can keep you around if we need you, but we don't have to pay you. <laughs> oh, football. Football's fun. I love fun. football. I like football. football. Football's fun. Oh, football's fun. First you smile, now fun, you start. <laughs> First you smile, now you think. 
Is football fun? Let me tell you about this movie, Ethan. There are entire scenes of dialogue in this movie that make absolutely no sense. Like what? Like the narrative is driven so well by the camera work and by the the phys- like body language of the characters. But there are like entire scenes where like the, the, they'll say lines and it's literally just word after word that have no bearing on one another. Oh yeah, there's lines that don't make like uh the the coach uh, or doc the the uh black assistant coach when the players are fighting and he comes he's like i got it and he comes out and he's like y'all ain't come here practice because champions pay the price what does that mean (laughs) yeah what are you trying to say or uh when uh the white assistant coach quits like out of nowhere we've had like no screen time with this character at all and then all of a sudden he's like yeah and and yost is like Oh, my Cheryl's over at the Boons. And he's like, at the Boons? I thought you were one of us, or whatever he says. Then he just quits. Over the Boons. So that's how it's going to be. Always trying to please everybody. Yes, that is exactly what I'm trying to do. I'm a high school football coach. There are boosters. My job is entirely... I'm the assistant coach. I'm the freaking defensive coordinator. My job (laughs) is predicated on the boosters liking me. Oh, man. They're taking Uh, Alan out. He's just getting beat like he stole something. Oh, man. This movie. I don't know what left side, strong side means. Maybe I don't know anything about football. Do they both line up on the left? And one of them's being like, this is the left side. And the other one's like, no, we're going to call it the strong side. Yes, that is that is what they're saying. Okay. I, I, uh, Julius would be the, the defensive end on the left side, and Gary would be the uh, outside linebacker. Okay. That was not made clear at all. Love me a little contact, Big Petey. Because the left side uh, for the defense is the side that you um, don't run against because they don't have the... Uh, left tackle stacked up behind the quarterback. I might be wrong. They might be on the right side for the defense. Oh, here, here's another line that I don't understand. Uh, then why don't you tell your white buddies to block for Rev better? Because they have not blocked for him with a plug nickel, and you know it. Nobody plays, yourself included. I'm supposed to wear myself out for the team? What team? Nah, nah, what I'm going to do is I'm going to look out for myself, and I'm going to get mine. See, man, that's the worst attitude I ever heard. Attitude reflect leadership captain what do you mean that makes perfect sense that's a great what you, great what line. does attitude reflects leadership captain mean what does he mean right there gary's the captain he's so saying you, if, if he wants to if gary wants to see a good attitude from his players he should lead with a good attitude oh okay yeah that's a pretty good speech okay i like that one then uh i love the what are you mobile agile hostile what is pain french bread what is fatigue army clothes <laughs> Will you ever quit? Oh, man. Left side, strong side. So this movie is about uh, the just absolute rampant racism. In like, 1971? In, in 1971 in Alexandria, Virginia. Just, just, I mean, there's just, people say things to each other in this movie that they have no business saying out loud to another human being. You know what gets me about this? That really stresses me out? Like the first scene of the film, they're like, a white store owner shot a black patron for trying to steal something, or whatever it is. And I was like, that happens every day. That caused riots in the streets? Yeah. It seems like we had our together a lot better back then. Uh, we didn't well clearly there was riots in the streets yeah but there should be riots in the streets when we kill innocent people Uh, i mean that's a complicated equation right now yes it is i that's see that's the that's the thing i'm just not qualified to speak on because like there's definitely been a narrative that's gone around since uh 
since the 70s and 80s that like we're not going to tolerate rioting it's just not going to solve anything yeah no i agree i'm not pro rioting well I, I i mean i i don't think you get to be pro or against rioting i mean i would not participate in a riot no but like i don't think that you're among a group of people that would ever riot and i don't think that until you are you really have any cause to say anything on it i'm not, I'm not making a comment here in any way whatsoever i'm just saying that like for one way or the other there's there's definitely been a narrative that like we shouldn't riot anymore as people it gets me. I mean, the Jedi participated in aggressive negotiations, captains of democracy and diplomacy. Come on, guys. Why you got laser swords then? I mean, those are aggressive negotiations. Exactly. They're negotiations with a lightsaber. But they're supposed to be diplomatic. That's like their thing. Yes, because that's the only plot hole in Star Wars. It sure is. Thank you for putting that together. It's got nothing to do with the bombs at the beginning of The Last Jedi. Nothing to do with it. Sci-fi planes. Here's the question I have. In the scene where the white store owner kills the black guy or whatever, they're, they're about to burn the store down because of it. Um, why isn't Alan at practice? He's a five-time player of the week. He gets to miss practice. Gary's an All-American. Gary's <laughs> all American on the same defense. What was the paper doing last year? Writing about Hammond, whatever it is. Hammond High School. Is yeah. that still around? Don't know. It was Hammond? Hammond, yep. Uh, let's see. It is a middle school now. 12 brothers and sisters. I was the youngest one. No, I wasn't ready either. You were 15 years old. You had 12 brothers and sisters still at home, and you were the youngest one? I don't think so. Even if it was eight, couldn't have been more than two. <laughs> you had 12 brothers and sisters? Eight. Eight. Yeah, 12 sounds yeah. better. What's wrong, Gary? Man, you know who I hate just as a, as an actor, as a character, and as a person is Gary's girlfriend. You don't like the actress? No. She was just obnoxious the whole time. I didn't believe her at any point. Yeah, when she shakes Julius's hand at the end. I didn't believe that she was that racist. I didn't believe that she was that not racist. I felt like I didn't know she was super racist until she was like, well, I guess now we met. I was like, oh, whoa, you were harsh. You're the worst. Also, Gary, what the heck? Why are you still with this girl? She sucks. Yeah, she big sucks, dude. <laughs> She's like, hates your best friend because he's black. Right. She hangs around with Ray still. Oh, Ray's the worst. I didn't hear. Shut up, Ray. Yes, you did. Omaha, fudge, Omaha. It's Buds. Buds? That's Ray's last name. Oh. I learned that. I'm not, I know, I'm not saying it is. I learned that today while watching uh, with the subtitles. Subtitles, huh? Yep. Yep. How does Coach Boone think Cheryl's five? He has a daughter her age. I, you know, because it said (laughs) so in the script. Right. There's some problems. I mean, it's not a perfect movie. It's not a 43% either, or 43 out of 100. it's not a 48. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, yeah, I I noticed more issues this time around than I'd ever noticed before. I I forgive all of them, of course, because I love the film. There was one that I can't even remember now, and I I meant to write it down, but there was one. It was around the time when when the, the assistant coach quit, but there was something they said that I was just like, that was a big, they missed that beat hard. But I don't remember what it was now. So it can't have been that bad. I do think it's weird. Gary gets hit and all of a sudden, like, Boone has a conversation with uh, Yost. And Yost is like, it's not just about football. And he's, like, ready to throw the game. His pregame speech at States is like, just go out there and have fun, boys. That's all anyone can ask for. It's like, what? Who the heck are you? These boys want to hear you be Coach Yeah, no, Boone. That's, definitely, that's definitely your quintessential, like, all right, we got to go out there and win this for Gary. Right. Make him remember. Forever! The night they played the Titans. But instead, he's just like, okay, boys, you you done did great this season. I'm going to lose my job if you lose this game. Uh, but that's okay. Have fun. Bye-bye. Yeah, well, that's Herman Boone for you. Uh, There's a fine line between tough and crazy coach, and you're flirting with it. 
Which is fair. I mean, but you gotta have that scene in every great sports movie where they're doing like up downs or suicides or something. You gotta have that scene. That's what makes Miracle so great. Oh, Miracle is so good. Not as good as this. No, it's not. I'll take this over Miracle. Possibly just because I'm more invested in both football and the state of Virginia than I am uh, hockey and Russia. So why do you love this movie? A lot of reasons, man. I, I feel like the characters with a bad script and even subpar acting still do an excellent job of like developing from beginning to end and you get to see this like cool counterpoint with ray and bertier where like bertier is learning and he's like okay i don't just like julius i'm not just like okay with black people i'm like an ally i am going to fight for them right and then ray stays all the way on the other side yeah, he refuses life. to learn. He doesn't want to do anything with them. And they're all on the same page there right at the beginning. Uh, I think there's a missed moment where we see Ray and Bertier's friendship like truly present. I would have taken just like a 12 seconds at the beginning of Gary throwing the football to Ray or something. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah, to really develop that right. relationship. Because all it does is seem like he just went to bat for Ray for right. too long. and then it's like, okay. Oh, well, so. so I think if you'd given him yeah. a little bit of light at the beginning it would have it would have made his uh his turn even better um yeah. but i do think that that's an important growth i think that's also interesting like a football team is what 52 players 55 i know it's a public school so they, they have like that. yeah they, they'll let anybody play uh but like there's a lot of characters that you get to know by name throughout the film and you kind of like watch their story and develop with them um and i thought Right, you've got like most of an offense and defense. Yeah, you've got like what an outside linebacker, lineman, uh, two quarterbacks, uh, two guys on the O line, two guys on the O line, a running back that turns into a cornerback. Uh, I mean, you, you got a good number of players that you're sort of keeping track of as the whole thing goes. I think Petey's personal development is like it. It you could have had a great movie without Donald Faison in it at all. I think he makes it that much better because he has this character sure. arc that has nothing to do with race. It's got everything to do with I can't handle being talk down to up to like this dynamic switch right at the end where he's like you know what i can handle it and what i really love is football and i understand it sometimes i mean it's tough love uh right and also to like be a defensive player right to go from like the running back y'all to causes a f- how many yards do you think you're going to get this season pd i'll, I'll figure about a thousand <laughs> I feel like in 12 that's a lot 12 games you think a thousand yards is a lot 10 games well they went to states so that's 14 games okay that does those don't count though that's true you think 100 yards a game for a high school running backs a lot like a star like a like a worthwhile high school running yeah, back. Yeah, 100 yards a game for an NFL running back's a lot. Yeah, but if you're playing the high school ball and you're like the only black kid in the league. Yeah, but he's <laughs> not. A, he's not. And also, they have a pretty well-rounded team. Like Jerry Harris is a good quarterback. So is Ronnie Bass. That kid can ball throw. Mile. Poor, poor Ronnie Bass gets to come to the... That's a great that's a great scene. When he throws the ball at Gary, who's making fun of him, smacks him in the back, and then Yost is just like, I think we can find a place for your boy. Herman's just like, mm-hmm. I like how... I think that's an interesting dynamic, too, where you see Gary be, like, immediately homophobic. Like, okay, Gary's come around on black people, but he's still awful. He's still right. a major right. homophobe. Well, and, and he had to learn how he he was just learning a lesson five minutes earlier when they when uh, Blue started in on the birthday mama right. joke, and he doesn't know how to handle it. And you could see Gary was like Gary was ready to fight, and Julius is like, whoa, 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 hey, hey, I got this. This Hold is up. normal. We do this. Man, why are you talking about birthday mama? Now you made me think I can't take your mama to prom. Uh. And then Gary's like, oh, that's a mama okay. joke. Because Gary and his mom obviously have that that 
interesting relationship. She she continues to be racist and won't accept Gary having a black friend first. She's just like, I don't want to get to know him. You're gonna stay home and go to church with your mama. Which, like, I see where Bert's your mama come from. Not the not being okay with your friend with your child having black friends. That's obviously terrible. But if you tell your mom you're going to church with her, and then Sunday morning you're like, actually, I'm going to go play basketball with my friends, I think she has perfectly good reason to be like, uh, no, you're not. Yeah, yeah that's the wrong reason, though. <laughs> like, I, I don't think she's just exercising the, like, I want my kid to go to church with me. I think she's like, you're not going to the burg. Where is the burg? Is the burg an area in Alexandria? I don't know. Does he I live in no Blacksburg? Idea. Did they just, like, pull out a map of Virginia and be like, ooh, Blacksburg, that must be where the blacks hang out. I mean, if it was a if it was a burg, it would probably be like Leesburg or Fredericksburg. Oh, it's or... Fred Vegas. No, what's the? It's not. That's like an hour what's south. The... I'm thinking Woodbridge. Yeah, it's not. It's not. That's not nope. a burg. That's a wood. That's a Brit. I'm also not entirely sure Woodbridge existed. I'm then. not sure it exists now. It does. Okay. There's a, there's a sign as you drive up on 95 that's like now entering Woodbridge, now leaving Woodbridge, entering Occoquan. I do love me some Northern Virginia football. Well, that's no, not even true. Not. I wish the Redskins were good. Man. They're also not Northern Virginia. Well, they practice in Richmond, and they play in Baltimore. Or not Baltimore. They do not practice they in camp Richmond. Richmond. Okay, that doesn't mean they have practice no, in know. Richmond. You've been to Redskins camp? The Saints had camp at the Greenbrier. You've been to Redskins camp? It's a joke, man. It's, it's catered. No, I haven't been to Redskins camp. Oh, man, we suck. We suck so bad. Yeah, they're oh 3 right? Oh, my God. We're going to have to play the Dolphins in, like, the relegation bowl. It's going to be bad. Clemson's yeah. coming up a... to the NFL next Man, year. Man, I wish that that was a thing <laughs> in the NFL. God, I wish that was a thing in the NFL. Relegation? There'd be so much more at oh, stake. Oh, yeah. It would be great. You'd have to, like, follow your favorite team. It's wild. Like, like okay, so in England, or in soccer, you get, if you get, if you're bad at football, at, at soccer, you get pushed down to the next league. In the NFL, if you're bad in the NFL, you get better players. It's so wild. Yeah. But we also have a league of 32 teams that are all pretty good. Yeah. No, the Dolphins could destroy Alabama. Or the yeah. best XFL team, or whatever the other professional football league is right now. <laughs> the Dolphins about to be an XFL team. <laughs> I don't think the Redskins are far behind them. We suck. We are really, really bad. I can't believe the Packers are 3-0. What's crazy is there's seven teams right now that are 3-0. Have you watched the Patriots play? No. It is insane. They are so good. They we'll are, Oh, no. The Packers suck. It's an odd coincidence that they're 3-0. They do not they, suck. I mean, they're better than the Redskins. They no doubt about that. They're a lot better than the Redskins. They're better than most teams. They're not better than the Bears. That was a fluke. Because they beat that the Bears. It was not a fluke. It's a win, and the Bears just handed it to your Redskins. I know. I needed 40 points. The Redskins are literally the worst team in the NFC. I just All want right, you to they're know They're the that. worst team in football. Nah, that's the Dolphins. Oh, I don't know. You know what drives me crazy? The Dolphins and the Jets. So, so in the in the AFC East, this is the biggest disparity I think I've ever seen. The Bills and the Patriots are both 3-0, and and the Dolphins and the Jets are both 0-3. Poor Jets. Here's... <laughs> Goddamn Jets. Here's here's my thing with... Actually, the NFC North is the best by by wins. It's the the best division. No, second best division in football. No, best. Here's... The, the Lions have wins? The Lions are 2-0-1, and, and the Vikings and the Bears are both 2-1. There was a tie? The Lions are technically undefeated. No. Yeah, there was a tie. I think it was week one. Lions and Cardinals. I did not know that. Um. So yeah, NFC, NFC North has uh, nine wins. Correct. Because there's two. Two. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I can count. But yeah, the Redskins are the, the have the worst record in the NFC. Okay, so the Redskins aren't very good. You know what drives me crazy about the Redskins is going into this season, we had Dwayne Haskins, like a worth like a real there are one, quarterback. Two, three. Like a real There are five there are five teams in the AFC that have no wins. Yeah. The uh 
Dolphins, the Jets, the Broncos, the Bengals, and the Steelers. We had two worthwhile first-round picks for like a game and a half, and we were just like, no, we're not going to start Dwayne Haskins with Darius Geis. Why would we do that? They got nothing to lose just at this play point. anybody. Throw somebody in. Just try stuff. Yeah, the Skins have absolutely nothing just to lose like, at this point. make stuff up. See what happens. Win the next 13 games and see what happens. I don't just think that's tr- like fool around and win some games. Yeah. Cowboys are 3-0. and Although I am, uh, even though they're 1-2, I am a little bit worried about this, uh, this at Philadelphia this weekend. Sorry, on Thursday. Oh, that's today, the day this episode is released. Uh, no, sorry, it's Eagles. It's at home on Thursday. Yeah, okay. Well, it's not ideal, but it's better than at Philadelphia. The Eagles are not what they used to be. They're also not a bad team. They're sneaky, those Eagles. Is that, are you saying the Eagles are like Jesus? No, I'm just saying that like it, it, they could pull something out of nowhere. They've got, there's enough talent floating around on that there team. There is, yeah. But this is the same thing with Cleveland. Like they're going to go off on some team and score like 89 points. And then For that'll sure. be it. Then it'll be and over. I, it'll be the week. It'll be the week I bench Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I have Jacoby Brissett starting this week over Baker Mayfield. Dang. Because the guy I drafted, Ben Roethlisberger, is out for the year. You know, he probably shouldn't play football anyway. I don't think he's going to play football no, anymore. No, you don't think so? No, they're like, coming back strong in 2020. And I'm like, I don't know about that. I think his, he's old yeah, as Yeah, he's no Brady. He doesn't. I think we he's, get that age. He's no Ronnie Bass. I literally cannot wait for Tim Bra- Tom Brady, Tim Brady, for Tom Brady to leave the league. Cannot wait. It'll be a good, good, good day. When Brady retires? Oh, yeah. No. God, I love, I love football. I think the most fun Very I've had with football in a few years, though, actually was that homecoming game we went to the other day. I got so into it. Were you not at the UVA game last year? Was I mistaken about that? Uh, I don't know. I feel like I you went, went with us, but I, I don't think you did. two hockey games. I know that. Was one of them the UVA game? Did you go with me and Chris and Patrick? No. No, you weren't there. Never mind. Because that was the most fun I've had at a football game in years. Did you go? I don't think so. It's like an overtime win? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. That was nuts. Going to a hockey game tomorrow as this airs. On a Friday. Poor us. Hey, that's when you're bad, that's how you get on TV. It's a night game. Yeah, oh, but man, we, we that's suck. A, that's a night game at lane. We suck so bad. Yeah, I'm still a season ticket holder. No regrets. Love football. So what do you... I could live without actually going to pro football games for the most part. I think we should go to a different team's pro football game. Probably, but there's uh, uh, it's not a great time to go to like a Panthers game and all of the rest of them are that's far away. That's true. We could make a trek out to Green Bay, Wisconsin. It's very hard to get tickets. I believe it. Yeah. When you're good year after year, it's pretty hard to get tickets. They don't just like have them floating around like the Redskins tickets. The Redskins tickets are pretty easy to get. Redskins play the Patriots this year at home. It's going to be so embarrassing. Oh, God. (laughs) You should go. You should see Tom Brady play live. I would love to go, but it's going to be insanely expensive to see the undefeated Patriots slaughter the Redskins. They might not be Mm -hmm. undefeated, Mm -hmm. though. I know. You don't know anything. Change every week. Pro football. Change any time. I just love pro football. What a great, what a great game. What do you love about this movie, Ethan? Why, do you, why is Remember the Titans so important to you? Uh, I think it's continued to get more important to me over time. The more that I like become a better and developed person and realize that like, hey, we're still not done having these fights. And I can point to it as like a, like a touchstone in my life and be like, hey, I learned these things a long time ago and I should probably like relearn them and help other people learn them. Yes. Because this movie does a pretty good job of, of hammering home its lesson in like a not cheesy way. The whole like, everybody is people. Yes, we are all human beings. From Sunshine to Gary Bertier to Big Julius Campbell. Julius Campbell's not that well, big. he's in all of the, all the script notes have him as Big Jew. 
What? Or like the uh, the quotes on IMDb. They all have them in there as Big Jew. Big Jew? Yeah, like J-U, Julius. I don't think they do. I, I was just looking at them. Why would they have I, I them? I don't know. Like I didn't that. write the quotes, Ethan. I, I'm not the person that uploaded these. I'm just telling you what it is. That doesn't seem right at all. Why would they not just have him as Julius I Campbell? Know. I'm looking at it right here. Big Jew. Big Jew. Big Jew. Big Jew. They really do. Okay. Wow. That's very weird. I know. Isn't that unusual? <laughs> Big Jew. Usually they like list people by like names they're not even listed as in the movie. It's like this is they're listed by just last name and you never learn their last name. Right. <laughs> there and this is one of those this is movie is no exception. There are last names in this movie that just may as well not exist. Like what? Like Ray Buds. Louis Lastic. No, they he's usually referred to by first and last name. Alan Bosley. They're taking Alan. Blue out. Stanton. Blue Stanton. His first name was Blue. Blue Stanton, yeah. I guess these are probably, for the most part, like real people. Oh, Alan Bosley, not a real person. Yeah, yeah. what do you know? That doesn't surprise Made me. Made up player. <laughs> Did he not have a thing at the end? Nope. What do you know? <laughs> he has he has two quotes. Oh, Julius Campbell died and this year too. One of them is just yelling fight. This is so sad. Did he? Yeah. Jesus. God, bad year for the Titans. Well, they did all kind of finish being Titans a long time ago. That's true. <laughs> you know what's f up? What? When you search for, so it's, when you search for, uh, hang on, here. um, you search for Julius Campbell and it says, people also search for, and one of the options is Cheryl Yost and it's just a picture of her I tombstone. I see that. That is so sad. What the heck? Why would you do that? Google? Oh my gosh. Just brutal. I don't want to know that. Julius Campbell does not have a Wikipedia page. What else should we talk about related to this movie? I don't know, man. I just this is one of those films that I feel like it means so much to me. It's it's always meant something to me. And ever since we announced that we're watching it, everybody like people come out of the woodwork to be like, "Yo, that is my favorite freaking movie." Yeah, I was shocked ever. by that. The response that we got when we announced this, which which very much surprised me, but also makes me extremely happy. I feel like, because I have had that experience that you were talking about where you mentioned loving this movie and people are like, well, that's all right. And I'm like, hey, 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 hey. Unacceptable You're opinion. You're all right, friend. Yeah. We might not You're even right. be friends I... anymore. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So some people don't like this movie. I don't know why. I, 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 they're, they're definitely, it's not perfect, but I can't see looking at the whole picture and being like, eh. people hate football though. That's the main thing. Is it like there are people out there that just hate football? There are, I, I don't really understand the hatred for football. I understand the not liking the risks associated with the violence and the, and the, you know, concussions and, and all of that. And, and the long-term effects that football has on, on people's brains. And like, I get it. I do. But I mean, if you watched it, the end of the day, people make the choice right, to play it, it football. Is like a consenting adult making the decision to play. Maybe not in high school, but the the way the injuries are happening in college or not in college in uh in the professional league. Gross. What? What's it? Gross. gross. Your yeah. burp. Oh man. So, Ethan, I've got a toothpaste and orange juice for you. Go for you it. You know what really just, like, it just gets under my skin. It just, listen, it pisses me off to no end when somebody graduates from high school or college or gets married or has a child or whatever the milestone is, Ethan. <sighs> Wore me out. It pisses you off when pisses that happens? Me, no, what pisses me off is the comments 
that just say, congrats, grats. Let me tell you something. Dang, grats. Congratulations is like a third grade spelling bee word, Ethan. It is not that hard to spell. But the one part of it that trips you up is knowing that in the middle of the word, it's a T and not a D. I can think of no other reason why somebody wouldn't know how to spell this word. And when you say congrats or grats, you already proved that you know it's a T. So just spell the whole freaking thing out. I went to high school for four years. I know what congratulations means. You can spell it freaking out. I don't need your half Facebook comment, okay? Give me something real, Ethan. Give me something I can work with. Congratulations. We are so proud of you. You have achieved so much. Instead, I just get this half half of a third grade word oh my god you know what my favorite thing is is like the only time i ever say congrats is if i'm like frustrated with somebody and i'm like texting them and they did something and i'm just like oh congrats i know you do when, like when you say congrats it means what you've done is not an achievement i'm not proud of you and i kind of hate you i know what it's like to hear the word congrats from ethan uh it usually it's 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 in such a way as to say what do you want a medal or do you want to shut the <laughs> up? Oh, but but what what it what the what the iPhone does is I'll say congrats sarcastically and it'll be like and throw confetti all over the screen. Oh man, which is great because it's 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 the iPhone telling me, hey buddy, take a step back, maybe think about what you're about to say to this person, and just uh just cool it, have a, a little balloon. bit. And and every time I'm like I'm like thank you iPhone I appreciate you for for grabbing my back there I don't love that you just show confetti all over the place I have a balloon but... who doesn't love balloons uh Twitter Twitter's anti balloons huh uh yeah because it, you know people let go of balloons and then balloons get stuck in seagulls or something I don't know there's something it, we're anti balloon now okay we hate balloons there's also a helium shortage that's a real thing. Okay. How? Hey, you know what makes helium? I don't understand how we have a helium sorted. You know what makes helium? The sun. Okay, we can't just go farm the sun for party tricks. Next week <laughs> on Bacon and Eggs, we review sunlight. Sunshine. Sunshine. Whatever it is. With Killian Murphy. Sunshine. The movie where they farm the sun. Is that what they do in that movie? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, they have I to thought restart farming the sun. the sun, that was the, uh, the whole premise of uh, Matthew McConaughey. What's the name? What's the name? What's the name? What's the name? Oh, it's it's in like the the Dubai or the United Arab Emirates. Oh, Sahara. Sahara. That's about farming the sun. Correct. Sort of. There are solar panels. There are solar panels. Yes, that's about all I remember about that. And movie. they're very bright. They reflect the sun. Seems an inefficient way to farm the sun. Well, um, I didn't know you were a solar panel I just expert. feel like, here's my question, Ethan. Can we create perpetual energy by putting a UV light that's powered by solar energy on a solar panel? No. Is that what we call diminishing returns? Yeah. Do you know why I yes. know that? Why you what know what? diminishing returns are in basic physics? Uh, because I have sure. a high school diploma. You could say congratulations. Uh, congratulations, congratulations. I also always thought that that was the greatest pun of all time. And every time I say it, people are like, uh, that's not how you spell congrats. <laughs> See, congrats as a T. If, if you, you knew, uh, if you knew, if you did, if you did third right, grade, if you, you'd if know you that. Made it through third grade, you would have, you would have caught on to that. <laughs> you moron! You congrats. literal moron! Congrats, buddy! Congrats! Congrats! I like your child. Congrats! I know that you worked really hard for that. Congrats! Men, 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 menly men, men, men. You remember that show, Two and a Half Men? Do I remember the show? People still watch it. I don't it's know. Still They're on. not new episodes, but like the Charlie Sheen episodes are still on television, like every yeah. day. <laughs> 
What are we saying? I would say they're on every day. Yeah. I bet on cable once a day. Cable is bought by boomers, Ethan. Who watches misogynistic television? Boomers. Boomers. Especially (laughs) two and a half men. Be like, what they did to Charlie Sheen was wrong. (laughs) He's an honest comedian. (laughs) Honest is a strong word. We should, I agree, band behind men are trash Twitter, but have we considered boomers are trash Twitter? (laughs) Boomers are are trash. What I love is I follow, uh, like, a Twitter account that's just called Cropped Boomer Images. <laughs> Hang on. I'm going to I'm gonna send you this okay. real quick. Because it's just fantastic. It's like they take, like, boomer, like, not, you know, like, racist and homophobic boomer memes and, like, crop them so that they don't make any sense. <laughs> oh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? It might be on Facebook. Oh, yeah, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I'm just going to share this Twitter account with you. I don't know how to do that. I'm going to share a tweet from this Twitter account with you. I might know how to do that. Share a tweet via not airdrop. You cannot airdrop to me from here. Just go to that Twitter account. It's just like, and you just want to know what the rest of it was. (laughs) (laughs) I like all the replies that are like further croppings of the... (laughs) Yeah, more cropped. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't even know. I, this is bad podcasting because I don't know how to like, I don't know how to talk about this on audio, but basically the premise is that you, it's, it's, you know, old school memes where it's like, you've got a top text and a bottom text, but one of those texts is cropped off so that now it just says something silly, but you could tell that whatever the point was, was going to be intolerant in some way. Men, 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 manly men, men, men. Did you see the? Did you see the fight that happened on Facebook a little while back between uh, Catholics against seedless watermelons and seedless watermelons against Catholics? <laughs> what? There was I, like I remember a, this is I, I this think is a thing that happened. I, I think it was like a fake page that was like Catholics against seedless watermelons. The premise is that like watermelons are supposed to have seeds because that's the way God made them. And then somebody made like a fake response page called Seedless Watermelons Against Catholics. (laughs) And just posted a bunch of memes just flaming the Catholics. Hold on. This is meme review audio format with Tyler and Ethan. There's also a uh, a group called Watermelons Against Seedless Catholics. I don't know. What do you want to talk about? I want to know. You seem seem like you're not having fun. No, I'm having tons of fun. You know what's great? Being a parent, I'm really enjoying that. But I'm really curious, Ethan, about what your travel life is like, because I feel like we took two paths and they're both well-traveled. And I want to know more about your path, because I feel like I know a lot about diapers. (laughs) Know a lot about diapers. I I did like, I don't want to just like, because I feel like I do this every time, because you start talking about something about parenting and then I find like an interesting way to segue and then never get back around to talking about myself. Because somebody called me out on it in the last episode Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, where you were like, I want to know about tour. And then I said something else about you being a parent because like I just found a segue and ran with it. But obviously you don't run with a segue. You like ride a segue. You like smoothly stand on top of. Yeah, you like smoothly stand on top of it. But uh, I, I did like the thing that you did or that y'all did with the uh, baby shower where you had people write notes on the diapers. Have you used those diapers yet? That is an interesting question. Uh, no. 
we have not. They are more of like a keepsake than anything else because uh, we are afraid that if we use them that either the ink will have had a reaction with the gel inside the diaper causing it to be less effective, which I'm sure is just like I've slept three hours in six months brain. Uh, yeah, that sounds uh, <laughs> sounds like some seedless right. watermelon. Or the other concern is that she will then get ink on her butt and then <laughs> or legs and then I will have to wash it off and that's more work. But then it would say something funny it on her butt. It would just say smudged red ink is what it would say. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a weird thing to write on a diaper <laughs> smudged ready but i did like that i thought it was a clever sort of like guest book i do thing. I, I really liked that also i if it were up to me i also liked the guest book thing you did at your wedding so you guys what, are good at oh that. my guest book at the wedding and the ornaments the yeah the yes. ornaments also my party favor was awesome your uh the, your what? the wedding favor oh the the ornament yeah, the, yeah. the ornament we gave you yeah but no, I just, I thought the guest book ornaments Do you know what gets cool. me about guest books is on Pinterest, everybody that signs the guest book or signs whatever the thing is, has excellent handwriting. And in real life, nobody oh, yeah. has good handwriting. I have, so, so when I signed the guest book at your wedding, um, the person next to me signing the guest book as well at the same time was Trey Livick, mm -hmm. who I had met. We went to Big Lick Brewery like one time, I don't know, five years before that. Mm -hmm. And I noticed Trey looking at me reading, trying to read the name off of my ornament. And he's like, he's looking at me like, and finally he just goes, I remember you. I just don't know what your name is. That's like the, <laughs> no, it's like, that's fine, dude. You can just say that. Trey's too nice. You know, Trey, but he, know, he like remembered where we met and like what we did that day five years ago, but didn't remember my name i'm like that's fine dude you're good but he's like he's sitting there like trying to read my name off the and if you've if ever seen my handwriting yokes uh ethan boy, ethan boy claims he's left-handed i don't buy it i can't even see here's the thing is <laughs> i don't claim that i'm left-handed uh I, but like i can't hold a pen <laughs> with my right hand why do we teach children to be one-handed or the other i'm sure it's the way our brains are programmed but what is the benefit to having kids because one of your hands is better. Okay, thing. you say that. You say that. You say that. But I can type very well with both hands. My password is all in my left hand. Yeah. I can play piano equally with I mean, both hands. I can't play piano. So you can play equally with both hands. Sure, but do you I ever don't know. Do you ever type like 60 words a minute and get really bad that you can't play piano? That happens to me all the time. Yeah, all the time. Where I'll be typing all and I'll be like, I'm I like, know why? I could do the piano. I know I could do it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sitting there like there's no reason I can't play Tiny Dancer right. by Elton John. There's there's a lot less strokes per second than this. Granted, there's only 26 letters on the yeah. keyboard and 88 keys on the piano, but the buttons on the keyboard are much smaller. So, <laughs> yeah, and it's like I could type in rhythm. There's no there's no right. reason. But then I look, at, I sit down at the piano and I'm like I don't know how to do this. This is an unfamiliar. But that's the that's the frustrating thing is because like. I haven't learned an instrument in a long time, you know? So, like, I learned to play guitar and brass instruments around the same time, you know, in my life, and I haven't really learned an instrument since then. I mean, I've learned other stringed instruments, but it's like, I picked up a banjo one time, and I was like, I, I'm, nope. These are different. This is a different tuning. I have no idea. Put it That's back like You ever pick up one of those? Why is the top string, why is the top string the highest one? This makes no yes. sense. Yes. Why is the top string the highest one? You pick up a, uh... Why is this one? Hey, hey, um, excuse me, excuse me, person at Guitar Center, uh, why this one shorter? Because you don't always need... That doesn't make sense. Why is, why is this part of the neck thicker? <laughs> you gotta... And then they look at me like, oh, you play you guitar. You have a defective 
banjo, Mister Guitar Center. Yeah. I think they uh, this, this this thing here, this little peg thing. I think it's supposed to be up <laughs> Can here. Can I have it for free now? <laughs> yeah. Man, there's something wrong with this one. I'll take it off your hands. Don't worry about it. I have dreams about when we went to Guitar Center uh, freshman year of college. I played a seven hundred dollar Martin guitar that I think about every day. You I could just, just buy, that, buy guitar. that guitar. It's like a pretty reasonably like, priced guitar. Like you get that on borderline. Get that on sounds for like sixty bucks like a month. Borderline inexpensive. Yeah, for a guitar. But do you remember such a day? Because I think about it all the time. I do. I love those cheap Martins. Exactly, cheap Martins. <laughs> I think about that guitar. I own one. I own the Ed Sheeran. I also Martin. think regularly about the uh, the Mountaineer guitar, the one that's like super thin and lightweight. Um, yeah, you lost. You me know there. what I'm talking about? The the like hiking guitar. Traveler, Traveler? sure, whatever. I don't know what you're talking about. Like the backpacking yeah. guitars. Which one? Any of them? You said the. Well, there was one a Martin backpacker, two hundred bucks. Yeah, you could use. I know that. I could. But why don't I? Because I I can't invest because uh, you don't really yeah, play I can't guitar invest two hundred dollars in an instrument I don't play. I could buy eyes that work on a down payment of two hundred dollars. I should, should totally do that. You should. I get should LASIK. do it. I a hundred percent agree. Have those laser eyes. You could see. You could like cut stuff open. I think you can just see. I don't know how LASIK works. They cut away your cornea. Well, they cut back your cornea. But you ha no. I mean, I know what happens. I've I've gotten a detailed uh de like description of what happened from Sarah Milhan, even though I didn't ask for it. I want to. I want to know. Um, I want it. I want it now. If you're thinking about Ethan, I, 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 I mean, listen. I invested in you in college. I'm not buying you lace In college, for I bought you a $125 sweater multiple times for your birthdays and Christmas. Nope. One time. Uh, one time. I bought expensive gifts for you more than once. So I think as a, a return on investment, I should be expecting eyes that work. Think of a better gift you could give me. Pro tip. Yeah, I'm you not buying can't. you LASIK. I'm not buying you $4,000 LASIK. I think Sarah surgery. overpaid. I think you can get it for two grand total. I, I, I think that uh, she probably went to the doctor that she goes to to get her eyes fixed. And they said, here's what it cost. And I don't think eye surgery is the kind of thing that you're like trying to get a back alley deal on. Like, I don't think you use a Groupon. I think you do. For your Here's eye the surgery. thing about it, Ethan. I don't think you use a Groupon or anything, but I think if you perform the LASIK surgery, here's the question you ask. Do you own the tools? Like, have you paid them off, the tools? Okay, but like, I own a drill. Okay. I couldn't I couldn't build you a house. Yes, you could. No, I don't know how to build a house. You don't know how to... F I'd have to like, go I'd have to Google a lot of You things. don't know how to build a house? You couldn't build no. like a she shed. I mean, I could, I could figure it out, but like, I don't want the guy that does my LASIK surgery in the back room, like YouTubing, like LASIK for beginners. I don't think, I think if you spend $2,000, you're not getting a guy that says that. I think you spent $200, you're getting a guy that says that. But I think no matter what, it's either $2,000 by somebody who knows how to do it or free from a student who's learning. Yeah, it's not like an apprentice tattoo. I wouldn't let an apprentice tattoo my body either, unless it was on my eyeball. In which case, I would do it for free because that tattoo would give me vision where I could see. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't get the free LASIK. I'm just gonna tell you that straight up. That seems like something you should pay for. I would spend. I, I, I honestly don't think that there is a price too high for vision. That being said, I've bought things like a new roof for my house and all sorts of baby tools and dinners at Kabuki instead of getting LASIK surgery many, many times. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, you're talking a lot of game for somebody that uh, has eyes that don't work. <laughs> that still can't see. I think having the child was what, what solidified for me that I have to get it. 
because I wake up in the middle of the night to like pick her up and take her somewhere and I can't see anything at all. That's what glasses okay, but then are Then I have to find my glasses, which are dark, sitting on my dark nightstand. They shouldn't ever be that far away from you. People always, people glasses always say like, I gotta find my glasses. They shouldn't be that far away from you at any okay, time. Okay, but that's not the point, Ethan. I can't see. That's the thing that you see right, with, though. That's the point. Like, I can't see from my bed to the bedside table where they are. I don't know where they are. You remember, uh, you, you remember Michael Lamondola had those like, uh, yeah, you that I guy? know Michael Lamondola. Yeah, he had those like bright green Nike glasses. I bet he never lost those. He looked like an idiot. Yeah, but I bet he never you know lost them. I bet he never had a problem. He probably woke up like, I know where my glasses are. They're right here. I can see this green blob. <laughs> a lot of people who wear glasses, they don't see a blob. They see like roughly a shape of glasses or pretty clearly a shape of glasses. Just not as clearly as after you yeah, grab them. Like, how many fingers am I holding up? A blurry three. three. They're just blurry. <laughs> uh, but no, you asked me how my life is going. What did I you want to know? I want to know what tour was like. I want to know what it's like to pee on a train. Uh, I want to know what it's like to poo on a train. I want to know... <laughs> <laughs> You want to know about my bodily functions on a train? Just those two. I will. I will take okay. sweat on a train as well. But uh, uh, it's very, very hard to sweat on a train. Is that so? Why? You know why? Because it's it's very cold. I've heard that the train is cold. Why is that? Yeah. Um. Because it's a big tube, uh, full of people, and they generally try to keep those pretty cold. How did we decide trains were okay? That seems so dangerous. <laughs> trains, cars, planes, trains, automobiles, the whole kit and caboodle. I've never felt safer in, in transportation than when I'm on a train. I feel pretty safe on a plane. I feel uncomfortable. Yeah, but a planes do the thing where you're like, you're like, oh man, and then you're, you're, you're flying, and then the plane will just be like... <laughs> Yeah, it's, trains don't do that. They just like go around turns. Turbulence. And like nobody dies on trains like at all. It's like if the train derails, it just falls over and you get hurt a little bit, but like you're not going to die. They say planes are the safest way to travel. So how does that compare to the train life expectancy? I guess there's a lot more train like fights on top of trains than on top of planes. <laughs> <laughs> When I was on the train all the way across the country, I took an Amtrak 3,600 miles. I calculated it a day, actually, um, to see what the difference between the train trip I took and the train trip to Glasgow, because I was trying to flex on somebody. Um, did you? But, did, were you uh, successful yeah. in your flex? I uh, don't think she noticed. It was in Discord. Did you, how far did they go? From London to how Glasgow. Like seven, like 400 miles. Okay, so you, you did flex. Yeah, I, I did flex, but I don't think they noticed my flex. Um, but yeah, like while we were training through... Uh, uh, North Dakota, some guy got thrown off the train. Like, I mean, like they they stopped, like in the middle of the 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 of the middle of like a town just outside a station, and like put this guy off the train. Like the mob did? No, the the Amtrak people. Oh, why? So like if you if you act up on a plane, they just like that you get like in trouble when you get to your destination. If you get too drunk on a train and start harassing people, they just they just put they just let you off in the middle of North Dakota. I can think of nowhere worse to be let off a train than in North Dakota anywhere. I mean, it was like a town, but uh, we were probably pretty freaking far from the nearest airport. Not far from the nearest Amtrak station, though, I would imagine. No, but I don't think he would be able to just get on the next train, seeing as the next train coming through is the same train <laughs> tomorrow. I guess they don't put a lot of trains on those tracks, do they? Amtrak? It runs in, like, both directions every day. That's it. Just the one set of cars? Uh, no, there's, like, four or five, but they sort of, like... It's complicated. 
I think four is the correct number, not five. Five would be weird. Why would five be weird? Because it's an uneven number. So like you're going one direction more than the other. Yes, that is weird. I don't know. It's it's uh it's not really any different to go to the bathroom on a train than it is on a plane. Um, it's pretty much the same. Would you say it's better or worse than going at home? Worse. When you poop on a train, is everybody like, oh, when no. you poop on a bus, everybody's like, oh. <laughs> it's not a bus. You remember in high school? So for the you most part, with somebody we were on the poop s- on the bus on the band trip. Why Why did they do yeah. that? Because <laughs> somebody had to go. It was always always yeah. somebody like, why did that guy in Jurassic Park get out of the uh, Jeep and then start going to the poop while there was a T-Rex attacking? I don't know, Ethan, because he did. Right, but like when you got to go. When duty calls. Yeah, he's a dude. I said that at my professional job today to like a client on the phone. But no, it was it was cool um to go uh on the train. I mean it was almost three months ago. Was it really? Yeah, it was the end of June. What have you done since then? I went on tour twice and I went to Florida. How was Florida? Florida was cool. Well it was hot. It was uh it was right before you had your baby. No, you almost missed the birth of my child. I almost missed the birth of your child. I was so yes. thankful when you were in the room when the baby was born. Yeah, you, you made a big deal out of me, like, being there for it on a Google live stream in front of, you know, everybody and, like, threatened me on a Google live stream. And then uh, I wasn't even allowed to meet your daughter for, like, 48 hours after she was born. I wasn't actually upset that you were going to be on vacation. People got to live their lives. I mean, you you super duper seems like You got to do what you got to do. Live your life. Take your girl to Florida. Would have been more excited had you come back with a fiance, but c'est la vie, mon ami. I'm just saying, you seemed super duper not cool with it. You said some really mean things to me about it. Well, I wanted you to assess the gravity of the situation. I mean, I did. And then you were there. 48 hours later, baby comes out, baby cries, Ethan's there. High five. More or less. That's how it felt to me. Definitely no time passed. All time passed. The hospital was a blur. Man, what a wild place. You ever been to a hospital for the birth of a child? Just bonkers. No. I know. I, I you and Chris said something like you never held a baby before. I was like, how do you live your life with... I don't have any friends do with now. babies. I do now, yeah. Oh, I was like, how do you get this far without holding a baby? Nobody in the music scene has a baby? No. I don't believe you. Those people party so much. Somebody... None somebody, of my friends. The people I just went on tour with were all 21. Exactly. You can still produce children at 21, Ethan. There was a TV show about it. I know, but, like, they don't... Most of my friends are more put together than that. It's the secret life of the American teenager, Ethan. Anyway. Yeah, I went to Key West. Key West was really cool. Um, I learned a lot about Jimmy Buffett. I can think of nothing better to do with my time than learn about Jimmy Buffett. It was was a good time. It was very, very hot. You were there... And the beach sucks. The beach does suck, yeah. Turns out. Yeah, I was there in, like, the the middle of August... That sounds Because I was like, the Florida humidity can't be that bad. It's, it's that bad. It's that Turns out. awful. I just assumed, because I, every, you know, I grew up going to the Outer Banks. I assumed that there's wind at every beach. There's not wind in the, in no? the Keys. No? It's just hot? No. It's just hot. We hot. Uh, and I went on tour. I went to Texas for the first time. That was cool. San Antonio is a cool city. I would go there again. Austin's a cool city. I'd go there again live without Houston. If, of all the places that you've traveled, Ethan, where would you say is like you 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 pulled up to the city on your train, bus, plane, car, automobile <laughs> and you were like I could live here. Not only could I live here, but I, I feel it is necessary I live here. Um, I don't know about necessary. I've been to a lot of cool places. Uh, Nashville's really cool. Um, I could, I could dig Nashville. Uh, I could... I feel like I could stay in Portland for like two months before I get bored of I feel it. Like, yeah, Portland, I would be like, man, I love coffee a lot. Like, I would I would like to stay in Portland for like two months and just like dive into the culture. 
and everything. Enjoy all the, the really good coffee. Like, I had four out of the five best cups of coffee I've ever had in my life in Portland, Oregon. Really? But And I was there for, for 27 hours. So when you go on all these traveling adventures, do you like sleep at all? What do you what do you do? Like Ethan lands in a new city. What's what's your priority? How do you dive into the culture? What does that look like? Um, I've usually figured out a like thing to do ahead of time. So like, you know, when I when I went to San Francisco, it's like I, I got to go into the San Francisco city proper the first day for like maybe four hours. And so I was like, well, I'm, I got to go see the Golden Gate Bridge. Like this is the big thing here. Right. Right. And so then it's just like I, I, I figured out how to get to Golden Gate um, and then just started like struck up a conversation with some locals just like, hey, what are the other things I got to see while I'm in town? And they always give you some good advice and some bad advice because every local wants to be like, ah, don't go do the touristy thing. Don't go see the thing. You know, everybody wants to see. And I'm like, I'm probably going to go, go to this. TBH didn't know didn't know that thing was here, but now now that it is, I'm gonna go. You don't want to you want to go to this local sports bar that's exactly like the one in your town. That's that's where the locals hang out. That's everybody's yeah. answer. Yeah, it's like uh, no, I I don't want to do that. I want to uh, go for the reason your city's paying a lot of money to get people to come here. But so like yeah, um, the, the tour and going on the train trip were not that different from each other because it's like okay, I've got four or five hours maybe maybe less to go experience some part of this city that I'm in. Like I had like three hours hours in Chicago like I ended up having more time in San Francisco than I thought I was going to but and we had like a day and a half in Portland so it sounds to me like when you travel it's really more about you know it's the climb as Miley would say it's you spend much much more time on the train on the bus in the plane well, at the airport just, than you do like at the, the destination the particular that's just well no because like when we went to Florida we flew in and stayed for like in Key West for for like six days that's true it's just been about what the trip is about it's like when we took amtrak across the country it's like we were sort of just going now, you somewhere. guys recorded an album on that trip didn't you where is it we did we did it's on spotify What's it called? uh i believe it is called hang on so it's it's on spotify under the american train collective and the album is called the west of us and it'll be uh it'll be on linked in this episode description if i remember how many songs did you write 12 13 uh well yeah we did them in small groups so I wrote which four ones did of you these. write uh what did, I don't even know what they ended up being called oh come on hang on okay. I'm, I'm telling you so I wrote uh the good Montana keep Portland weird uh bring me home and satellite look at you naming songs after Dave Matthews songs now you Ethan Edgehill like the the top writer like you wrote the lyrics the music what how does this work um some of both like I I did lyrics for some music for some I sang on some I played guitar on some I played I didn't play piano but I was I was part of the the writer of the writing of the piano I had a hand in a lot of these it's like uh you know it's a collective it's like a big group of people we all got together and wrote songs together it was a lot of fun hold on hold on it was good Montana keep Portland weird satellite and what was the other one uh bring me home bring me home is a uh uh gospel song about baseball I love baseball no you don't I like the idea I like the idea. That is accurate. I like the idea of baseball. But yeah, so like we wrote those songs as we were going across the country on the train. And, uh, you know, um, then when we got to Oakland, we like frantically recorded them in one day. It was a cool experience. I, it's it's just, it's something I really enjoyed doing. Um, I saw a lot of places I probably never would have otherwise and probably never will again. And then tour is tour. I mean, that's just how tour Wait, works. Tour is tour is not a satisfying answer. If Is it Motley Crue? Okay, then no. it's not tour is tour. It's like DIY van touring. Okay, people don't know what that looks like. <laughs> but I mean, like. that's just like, no, I'm not telling you that they should know what that looks like but you were the one saying like oh well it's all about the it's all about the climb and it's like no it's about going to the place and playing the show but what is that like what is the 
show like? Tell me the stories. You know, you get there and there was this guy named Frank and man, he was just insane. And you know, this guy, Frank, he wouldn't go anywhere. But then, you know, we played the show, we played the, we got the pizza, we drank the beer with Frank. Turns out army veteran enlisted after 9-11 nicest guy I've ever met in my entire life. We had to help raise money for him. There's a GoFundMe campaign. I don't know anything about Frank. I'm making this guy up. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I, people want to know the story. They want the schmutz. They want the, 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 you know. Let me just ask you this. That's what they want. They want the... I mean, those people, those people are few and far between, the Franks out there. So you go to all these shows and it's just like, yeah, we showed up, we set up the stage, we played the music and we left and it was, it was boring. That's all it was. It was boring. No, it wasn't, it's not like that. It's like you, you, uh, you know, it, but people don't come up and like, we don't generally just go out with people after the show, like random people that were at the show and like drink beers and get pizza and talk about a rock. Why not? I guess like my, so that's where the lapse of my knowledge is. I want to know the stories from tour and maybe the stories are not that we get pizza with the locals afterwards. Well, what is the story? What What is happening? From, what's the narrative? What's happening from show to show? What's the character development? Yeah. Like, we get to the first stop in Norfolk, and Pat doesn't even know the chorus of this song, and by the end of the tour, it's the new freaking Freebird, man. You know what I'm saying? What's the narrative? <laughs> How do you, you don't know Pat? I don't know Pat. You like him more than you like me. He's the only person you talk about. How do you know? What? I didn't even go on this tour with Pat. There's a different Whatever. Pat. Whatever. You know a lot of guys named Pat. There's more than one Pat. I know two guys when named Pat. When I was Pat. selling cars, one of our drivers was an older lady named Pat. Does that count? No. No. Pat definitely knows the songs. Pat wrote the songs. Oh my gosh. I think you're missing the point here. <laughs> I don't know what you're asking. I just asking. want to know what happened. I want to know what the experience was like. You got a flat tire on the side of the road. You met the state trooper and he was a dick. What? I want to know. Uh, it definitely happened. I wouldn't know so, that um, that happened. It, it was out, <laughs> yeah, it was outside Nashville. Um, and we get, so we're at, uh, we're at a Domino's pizza leaving Nashville because the cookout we were going to go to was slammed. Uh, and it's like two o'clock in the morning and we get a call from the other band that we're touring with. They're like, Hey, uh, we just got in an accident. Yikes. And we're all like, uh, what? You can't just, and they're like, everybody's fine. It's just like, the trailer's super broke. Because somebody hit their trailer at like 3 o'clock in the morning and just drove off. And so like, we literally, so we had to drive, we had to go get these, one of these guys from the side of the road, like 30 miles outside Nashville, and drive them to the only freaking Walmart that is open at 2 o'clock in the morning in the state of Tennessee, which was like another 15 miles to drive them back. And we're sitting there like 3 o'clock in the morning putting a new trailer hitch on this van so that we can drive another 13 hours to Austin, Texas. And there's a cop that showed up, and he was a real jerk. What was his name? No mm. idea. There are some nice cops in Madison, that's the only. Wisconsin. That's the second time. the second time I've ever dealt with a cop on tour. The first time was on the side of the road in Boston, Massachusetts, and that guy was also a jerk because uh, we were stopped on the interstate while one of our band members skated down the side of the interstate to get gas. You can't do that. Uh, it turns out you cannot do that in can't Massachusetts. Can't do that in Virginia either. Well, we weren't in Virginia, were we? We were I mean, in Massachusetts. Was a colony. You were we in need colony. We needed gas. You could just walk. It was like you two can grow miles. Gas. Uh, not in October of 2017, you can't. Also, I don't think you can Grubhub you gas. Try, man. I just had Grubhub. <laughs> that dude was like, hey, I couldn't get you the milkshake. Uh, Grubhub will not refund you the money, but you can call and try. Like, I would That's know, ridiculous. Right? Like, uh, no, you can call and try. <laughs> what do you mean? You can't get the milkshake. Yeah, they said the milkshake machine didn't work at Red Robin. I don't believe you. It's not Mick Red Robin. I don't believe that Red Robin. Their shtick is milkshakes. <laughs> yeah, I think you probably, they probably will refund it as uh, it well. They probably will, but who knows? It's about the narrative, Ethan. Yeah, there's a vlog that's going to come out about the tour. When? 
Uh, probably next week. Love. Well, we never returned back to Remember is the it, Titans. Is it time? Ethan, uh, I'm not yeah. going to lie to you. If it's up to me, this is the best movie we've watched this year. Yeah, I'm down with I, that. Like, because I like it the best. I'm definitely, I'm, I'm willing to make that statement. I think that this is the second best movie we've ever covered behind Dead Poet Society. I think we really like uh, stories about high schoolers. Maybe one of them is gay. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out. Bunch of high school boys. <laughs> I did really like Love Simon As, and Perks but, being a wallflower. Perks, but, but Love Simon isn't maybe one of them is gay. Love Simon is Simon's gay. I mean, it's still the still Simon one sings of them is gay. the second most famous violent femme song at karaoke, and nobody knew that he was gay. <laughs> Add it up. Come on, everybody. Day after day. <laughs> Come on, everybody. Let's pay attention. <laughs> All right. So we're putting I'm this at number it. one. You can't stop me. Do it. I mean, number yeah, three. Everything Sorry. is number three. What happened to the numbers? Stuff. <laughs> Stuff. Old Milwaukee is what happened to the numbers. I'm going to Milwaukee. I don't know. Maybe. You are? Our beer. Three. <laughs> Awards. I sat, on a, I sat on a train platform in Milwaukee for 14 minutes. That's basically the same. Basically the same, yep. And I thought Milwaukee and uh, uh, freaking, um, what is it called, Minneapolis were really close to each other. No. Not. I could have told you that. No. It, it, it took us another like eight hours to get to Minneapolis. That's like Roanoke to New York City. Yeah. It's like... Well, the train doesn't exactly... When it's going through that kind of territory, it doesn't exactly make a great time. It's got to stop a lot. Like, we stopped in LaCroix and LaCrosse and all kinds of places. Chippewa Falls. You good over I'm there? I'm listening to your songs. I am. Are I'm you? I'm on the third one. I'm on the third one of your songs. Yeah, I've been listening to them. Oh. I downloaded the four that you wrote. Interesting. Interesting. I haven't listened to them. What, are you, like, not proud of this trip? You, like, casually said to me, like, yeah, they're up on Spotify. I'm your best friend. How did I not know this? Because they had gotten up on Spotify, like, that yeah, but day. Yeah, like, but you said it so casually. You were like, yeah, uh, they went up on Spotify. Because I was it just going like, to, I keep forgetting to, like, make an announcement. Like, oh, my God. I did this awesome thing, and there's these songs on Spotify. Please listen to them. They mean a lot to me. Because, like, when I was... When they when they came out on Spotify, I was like on tour, and it was like one of those things where I got like a message from Jeanette that was like, "Hey, these are on Spotify," and I was like, "Oh shoot, I should say something." Then I forgot to say something, and I've been forgetting to say something. It just seems wild to me. How do you forget? I don't know, cause I do a lot of cool I, like, things. Wow, I look at my daughter. I'm like, hmm, it's been a while since I posted an Instagram picture of this kid, and then Bing Bang Boom, <laughs> everybody has to deal with pictures of my baby for the rest of time. Deal with it, followers on Instagram. I I think I am less proud of these songs than I am of, uh, than you are of your daughter. I don't know. To me, this is like the, the great Ethan awakening, the literal American dream. Ethan hops on a train and heads west and writes music. This is like, well, cause it was, it was just more about the, 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 the journey. And as soon as I got back, literally all I, all you people did for three weeks was go, oh, you went to California. <laughs> Screw you, man. Don't talk about it. We just, Ethan, I don't know if the listeners knew you went to California. Yeah, and I tried to like talk to my friends about this cool thing that I did, and nobody wanted to hear me out. They just made fun of me. Because we were talking about so, it. You were no, just, I didn't really tell you about you the music. You a picture in front of the, the Golden Gate Bridge. I don't want to put a picture in front of the Golden Gate Bridge. I want a picture of like you in a recording booth recording these songs in California. Like I got on a train and went to California, and now I'm recording songs that I wrote on the way. That's the picture I want to see. You also didn't ask about I'm it. I'm asking ever. about it now. You're not telling me the story. It's been three months. It's been three months. I've had months. a pretty busy three months. Okay. Congrats. Thank you. I would prefer congratulations, though. All right, man. These songs are good. You should be proud of them. Congratulations. I never said I wasn't proud of them. All right. I just want to know about them. You could have asked at any point in the last three you months. You didn't offer any of the information. Don't put it all on me. It's not my fault you I, didn't I, share. I did, man, because I, I tried to talk to you about it, and you didn't want to hear it. You just made it's fun just of me. This is not true.
All right, let's bring it back in. Okay. Breakfast food. Remember the Titans. I feel like it's definitely Titans eat free. No doubt about that. All you can eat. Titan. Titan. Titan eat free. free. Yeah, because she goes back and uh, it, it, does it say, I don't think it says all of the Titans. I think it just says Titan. I think it says Titans eat free, and then it's a shot of Bertier and Julius does it? like folding up waffles. and Right, and then she comes back and puts the sign out and says Titans yes, eat. Yes, she, she erases the eat free thing. I feel like the S wasn't on there when I noticed that today, but. And the, I don't know. What is it? I, it's a, it's a, it's a, we are, I feel like we, I come back every week to like the Denny's All-American Grand Slam. This is, when we do no, movies like this, this isn't that. I, you want it to be that, but I almost feel like this is like, like in high school, we would pull all-nighters for high school football and we weren't even on the team. This to me is like you finally have your license and you went to Waffle House at four in the morning because you've been up drinking sodas and talking about how good your high school football team that you don't even play on <laughs> is. Yeah, at the at band, the band party. party. We watched Friday Football Extra. Yeah, you watched Friday Football Extra, and then you just like you just you can't go anywhere. But if you stay up, if you stay awake, then you can keep hanging out with you know the girls and the the. The guys on the in the band in the section or whatever and then like you just keep going and going and going because you don't want the night to ever end let me tell you something i realized at the k spring high school homecoming game when i was in high school i remember approaching those big days like homecoming and prom and thinking to myself this is just like a party like the adults are making a big deal out of it but it's not a big deal and and I cared. Like, I asked the girl. I made a show of it. I got the suit. I wore the tie. Like, I was excited about it. And the dances matter so much more than I gave them credit for at the time. Because that was a, that was a hallmark of our generation, though, was the whole not giving a crap right. thing. It's like, we were good at, at not giving a crap. Like, this generation now gives a crap. Yes. Like, this generation's having to be told by the government to shut yes. up. Our generation was like, mm, whatever. I'm kind of yeah. stupid. But like those nights, we did stupid. the promposals and we did all that. That was that started with our generation, and that stuff was like fun. That stuff matters, and you will remember it fondly. I also feel like our generation yeah. uh, decided that talking about your glory days was like made you suck. Like if you were an Uncle Rico, you you sucked, and like Uncle Rico does suck. His identity is his glory days. Who is Uncle Rico? The uncle from Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Like, he does, like, his identity is his glory days. But it is okay to look fondly on your memories from high school. Right. What What is not okay is for those to be your the only time you were ever proud. Correct. That's that's the narrative that I don't think we quite got from movies like that. Correct. It's like, it's okay to be a, a proud of what you did in high school, but, like, you can't, you can't peak in high school. You can even peak in high school, but you're still going to do worthwhile things. Yeah, well... Some people don't, is the thing. <laughs> like, I think that's why, like, when we came back uh, to and talked to our band director, and he was like, what, you all moved back? Jesus Christ, what is wrong with you people? It was like, because people, wherever he's from, you move back, you move back because you messed up. I moved back because I wanted to, because I like it here. Right, There same. was, like, no shame at all yeah, for me. Yeah, I, I enjoy it here. This is a great right. place to be. But that's, like, that goes against the standard baby boomer narrative. Correct. You have to, you have to grow up and move out. Right. Like, your parents both left New York and never went back. Yes. And now you're here. Yes, I'm here. I couldn't, like, I made a bad move at the job I was at electing to go from Hampton to Roanoke. Like, when I would go to company meetings for the state when I was living in Hampton, it didn't click to me that all the people there, the, like, the notable people, were also in Hampton. Yeah. It was just like, yeah, when we get together, this is who gets together. It, I, I didn't realize, like, oh, they don't want to travel from Roanoke. They don't get invited from Roanoke. <laughs> 
Well, you figured that one yeah. out pretty quick. Yeah, I did. Jobs are hard around here. That's that's for sure. Yeah, there's not a ton of industry in Roanoke. Not anymore. Yeah. Now the breweries are closing, so we're <laughs> really screwed. Oh, look, I made myself sad. Why? Just because thinking about my the poor industry in my city. My company's doing well. I like where I work. I wake up. I never I wake up guessed. every day happy. Well, when I wake up, a lot of times I don't sleep at all because I have a baby. But oh, you sleep some. You know, that's I wish like that. You, your attitude towards this is exactly how I felt the day before the baby was born. But like you, you can't. You definitely sleep. Otherwise, you would die. Yes, but I would say my average hours slept a month before my child was born seven and a half. Post child being born, I would be surprised if it was over five. Well, that's not that big of a difference. Five hours is plenty. I would be surprised if it was over. I've done. I've done a lot on five hours of sleep now i'm not minimizing your problems i'm just saying like i hate sleep why personally uh because it gets in the way of life no it doesn't yes it does i would much rather be awake and doing things but if you're tired i hate being so tired sleep like i hate that i have I, I hate that i feel tired i hate that i have to sleep this has always bothered me it's the weirdest thing this is like the most unusual this seems like an unusual thing to get upset about you can get as mad as i know not like upset about it i get that it's like a thing but it's like you know when i'm I, you know when i'm traveling and i only have you know 24 hours in a city it's like why do i have to sleep you don't you can stay awake for 24 hours you can sleep on the plane yeah the train. but not if i'm doing <laughs> not if i'm doing it every day well, have to get from place to place it's not as easy to like get good sleep on trains and vans as you think it is when especially when they're moving i don't think it's easy i don't like traveling in vans or trains i would like to fly to the place please i love please. it please i love all of those things i like planes i like trains i like automobiles i like going places like seeing new places don't like houston no no houston sucks. i've heard houston sucks it was just hot and mosquitoes and mean people and there's like nothing it was a cool show it was a cool show but like everybody's weird i thought that was austin i'm not just gonna like I'm not just going to roast the venue, but... Yeah, you think the owner listens? The the person that ran that venue, I would, nothing would surprise me. I'll be and honest with you. I am ceaselessly surprised by the people who actually listen to this show. Lots of people listen to the show. It's crazy. If you've it's never nuts. listened to this show, exciting news. You can uh, pledge on Patreon, which is great. But if you don't want to give us money, that's fine, too. You can join our free Facebook group. We're reasonably active in it. But there's posts in there, like, every day. And it's always really good topics. And it's you can make some nice new friends there. Uh, but if you do want to give us money... People have made friends from our communities. They've it's met in real life and made podcasts and made yeah. friendships. Everybody in our Discord has a podcast I love now. it. <laughs> it's crazy. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, everybody in our Discord has a podcast. Uh, but if you want to give us money, you can join our patreon uh and, and join our discord server it's just three dollars a month or released today is the taco taco stegosaurus stego taco saurus stock i think it's triceratops oh, you're right taco ceratops taco 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 did you commission that taco yeah we talked about commissioning it I know, but I, I never saw an email or anything. I just got a text from Vaishan with like a oh, Originally, it was a long neck boy with a taco body. And then I had a dream in four hours of sleep, like a fever dream. And I was like, oh, no, it's a yeah. triceratops, a taco ceratops. It's a taco ceratops. But, but then I got mad because I was like, no, it's actually supposed to be a, a stagosaurus because then it's little spikes can be made of nachos. <laughs> but nachos are not tacos. Uh, taco, taco. New Taco Source Rex t-shirt out today, hopefully, if not very, very soon, because we just said it would be. Taco Source uh, Rex. Uh, no. You're going to have to launch that one, because I'm going to be uh, on a train. They don't have internet on trains? I'm not bringing why? a laptop. Man, you don't listen to me at all. I do listen to you, but I forgot why. Because you can't find the charger. 
Because I don't have my charger. I know where my charger is. Why would I buy my? Why would I buy a laptop? Because you don't have one. I mean, I'm getting it in like a week. Okay. And I also have a computer. We're on my computer right now. This, yeah, bringing the desktop on the train. Although that's some important. I don't need shit a computer right on the train. Wow. The only. Oh my God. Why did you just say the S word? <laughs> You're making my job hard. We are also way okay, over time. Okay. Like I have to be on the on the train at six twenty. Okay, Yokes. Thank you for listening to Bacon and Eggs. Join the things. Follow our people. Uh, use promo code Bacon at checkout. Uh, all the relevant stuff is in the. Oh my god! So I was thinking about uh, my my non matching Twitter handles or, or social media handles, and then I started listening to this podcast called Hey Riddle Riddle, which is hilarious. Uh, it's uh, Adel Refai from Hello from the Magic Tavern and two other people, and they do riddles on a podcast. But one of the guys on there, he, at the end, he was like, "You can follow me on Twitter at JPSoFly or on Instagram at Shark Barkman." <laughs> And I was like, okay, okay, maybe it's not a bad thing, since your handles don't even make sense. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're good there. Shark Barkman. Go follow Shark Barkman on Instagram, it's worthwhile. Uh, but you can follow us, all the links to those things are in the description. Uh, you can use code EGGS for 5% off your order at their Teespring website, and bacon for all of our other affiliates if they're alive still, I don't know. Uh, bacon? That's one B. Bacon with a J. Uh... <laughs> Bacon with a J. It's a silent J at the beginning. J B A C O N J. It's not though. It's just bacon. Bacon the way you think it's spelled. If you could spell congratulations, you could spell bacon. You don't spit in the bacon. Congratulations. Congratulations. Oh wait, this is. You know what I just realized? Is this no? Yes. No. Next week. I was gonna say this is the end of year two. Are we really that close? But it's not. Next week is the end of year two. Uh, Follow us on the things, and uh, I think that's it. That's all we say, right? Yeah, probably. I don't know. Yeah, I'm Vinny Tedeschi. He's Tyler Carlin. Until next week, Arriba Dirty. Attitude reflect leadership, Captain.